What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Pohada Podcast. As usual, I'm the host of these conversations, Matt Browse. I'm also the guy behind the camera at Pohada Photography. Do check that out on Instagram, as well as this show on Instagram, at the Pohada Podcast and at Pohada Photography. That's P-O-R-R, just in case. This time around, I'm chatting with a BJJ Brown Belt an MMA fighter, Minnesota's newest pro mixed martial arts fighter in the LFA, Mr. Santos Verdinez. That's not how you say it, but that's not how I'm going to say it. We get into that and so much more, kind of his history, a little bit of his take on things, a little bit of his goals. Either way, it's cool to hear the excitement of someone who was at the at the, the one of those key points in his career as a fighter. So without further ado, my conversation with Santos. Uh, that's, probably, that's probably pretty good. Yeah, those toe bros, uh, he's done them up a bunch of them. Ryan's going to text me here, hopefully a picture. He's done a bunch of them and like mocks them up like people. Interesting. Which I'm going to go ahead and claim as a little bit my idea because he was just doing these little sketches and putting them on Instagram. And I was like, dude, you need to draw one of these like me, like do a caricature. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It'd be funny. And he made it. It was like, I can find the original drawing. It was like hammer toe curls. And it was like <laughs> this whole this whole layers of thing that he did. Imagine if he did like an animation. Oh, yeah, man. You gotta. You know, you can't just create a little character without, like, running. I don't know if he knows how to do that stuff. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be sweet, yeah. They're super cool, though. Like I say, there's a whole shelf of them up on the, in the office at M-Theory, and it, one's modeled after Ish, and one's modeled after Marcus, you know, and the, the whole crew and whatnot. So. I haven't gotten a chance to see those. Any, yeah. anytime, I, anytime I see inside the office, it's just, I look at that bowl of candy, and I just yeah, baby. Trust them. me. <laughs> they had airheads in there this morning. After oh, really? Training. I snagged oh, three of them, I think. Um, yeah. All right, dude, state your name for the record. Uh, my name is Santos Verdinas. Santos Verdinas. Yes. That's for all the Midwestern white people. <laughs> Anything other than like Paul Johnson. <laughs> we need some help. Uh, I invited you on here at Quick Trip in front of the snack bar. Yeah. yeah. Which is my favorite setup so far. It's the best uh, yeah. place for me, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Where I have all my dates. Chicken sandwiches. <laughs> Chicken sandwiches on dates and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but then we talked again. Because I saw you post about some news. What was the news? So uh, I recently just got sent a um, multi-fight contract from LFA and uh, just signed it pretty recently. So that means you're a professional fighter. No, I'm a professional fighter. Paid how to put my uh, social on it and everything. So the government right. knows what I'm doing now. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, what does that mean? Like, like, give me the context. So what, now what it's mean? just taking an extra baby step forward. So um, now I'm going to be signed with LFA. My goal is to eventually get the 135 title uh, defended or, or you know, whatever comes next. But ideally, probably defend it. And then um, hopefully that'll be my, my gateway into the UFC. Okay. So how many years were you an amateur fighter? Uh, only a couple years. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not counting um the the 
you know the pandemic year because nothing really happened yeah it was pretty unproductive yeah. but um, it's an asterisk for all of us yeah <laughs> yeah people ask me how many years you've been training bjj i'm like well, i don't know. Yeah, do i really care? i mean i was still doing some underground stuff so as far as training goes yeah yeah, yeah. training progression is good yeah but competition history not so much yeah not so much um but yeah i've been i was uh fighting for a couple years why that's my favorite question for anybody that fights as a guy who's never really been drawn to it yeah you know what i'm saying i've done a lot of kind of crazy stuff you I, you know tell you about some strong man feats of strength and people just be like what in the world yeah yeah right it's a different brand of crazy but getting punched was never on my list so, yeah so it's a it's a strong curiosity of mine why fighting it's a very interesting question um it's hard to say because um there's no i guess there's not one particular reason i guess it's a bunch of things um something to prove probably would be one of it yeah it's kind of it just looked it looked like an opportunity to do something great with my life and you know achieve something and um you know, and I have a lot of people who believed in me and I wanted to prove them right and prove a lot of other people wrong. Did you play other sports over the years? Uh, Yeah, I did. I did just about every sport uh, in high school. So I did soccer. Wasn't very good at, sadly, you know. Didn't go with the Hispanic heritage. <laughs> um, uh, That's why you got into fighting. You got to learn to fight off that shame. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Got to beat it off. <laughs> um, and then I did baseball. I didn't know I needed glasses at the time. So I was the guy who would take the ball, you know, and then walk to the next base. So there I did that. Uh, football, I did for all four years. And Hold on. Take the ball and then walk to the next base. Like, yeah, because you didn't feel confident in throwing it because you couldn't. See? I just couldn't hit the ball, man. <laughs> oh, 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 oh! I got you. Take, oh, t- take a ball versus strike. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, it seems like that. That's, that's one of those sports where you you got to have crystal clear vision, otherwise. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, and then I did. Uh, and then I did football for four years. I was a, I was a left left guard, offense. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Right? What? You you look at me, you're just like, wait. Uh, people would look at me and be like, he's on the offensive team. Like that doesn't make any sense. But uh, ain't nobody ever fought at one thirty one fifty five. Is that what you said? Thirty five. One thirty five. UFC or anywhere that ever played on the offensive line. Yeah. What in the hell? Yeah, I don't know. I just my. <laughs> That's the way it worked out, huh? Yeah, it just it kind of happened like that, and um, and then what else? I was. It was in defense too. It was a defensive tackle, and then what? What? yeah, it was just they just put me. Well, it was, it was also a small town that I could sure, be yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm assuming all of that. Like, yeah, you know, it, you seem like you were kind of a natural at it, despite the size. We yeah. don't have a lot of people, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I'm assuming all that. Yeah, but it's still just funny. Yeah, because <laughs> I was a left guard too, and I was about two forty. Yeah, and I was small. Oh really? Two forty? Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I think my heaviest in high school was probably one sixty. So, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. No, I would. I definitely surprised a lot of people. I yeah. think in there did pretty well though. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I did pretty good. That's why they let you play it. So, um, and then uh, what else? And then I wrestled just a smidge in like the last year, and then um, that was about it. We didn't have like a hockey team or anything, but hockey would have sounded fun though. But I can't yeah. skate. Well, yeah, me neither. Yeah. Hockey would still sound fun. Yeah. But, uh, that's good. I like that you did a lot of different sports. 
you know, versus like the seems that that's that trend you hear people talking about more and more people play fewer and fewer and do it more and more. Yeah. You know what I'm I like the idea of jumping around a little bit. Yeah. You but wish you would have wrestled more? Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Like towards it was like it was a sport it was like, man, like this is so super cool. Um you know, and like obviously in like in a small town maybe like ten years ago, it was like the the thing was like, Oh yeah, like that's gay or because because mm-hmm. of the way that mm-hmm. looks right mm-hmm. like a lot of undereducated people yeah yeah, yeah. that weird um, stigma thing yeah. yeah yeah exactly um but no yeah no it was it was super fun i mean the the first day i almost like passed out just because the like the conditioning was just so intense mm-hmm. i was just like the lady was trying to measure my fat and i'm just like can i sit down like i'm gonna i'm gonna pass out here <laughs> <laughs> what what would you do the uh, first day of wrestling, you damn near passed out. Yeah. So what, uh, what was it? So our coach had us do um, a 30-minute run to start off with, which I only did football, like, most recently. So I'm just, like, not in, like, cardio shape. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was already dying, like, 30-minute run. Then we go back to the wrestling room, which is, like, a boiler room. It's super mm-hmm. hot in there. Mm-hmm. Um, we warm up start doing some drills then do then go live and then after that we finish off with um some workouts which yeah <laughs> hold, hold on some workouts yeah like the hell was the rest of that like <laughs> games basically okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. like monkey barrel was one oh, sure sure and god sure. that was you made me want to blow my brains out but uh, yeah yeah that was monkey the barrel yeah it's so it's like a, it's a team of three like what is it uh two people roll over yeah two people roll over and one person's like in a push-up position and they like hop, hop oh yeah yeah and yep, they hop okay. up and then kind of like rotates like that mm-hmm. yeah it was intense it was really see intense. and that it's got ingrained in it you can't stop yeah you know yeah you can stop on the run it doesn't affect anybody yeah you stop that drill, you script the whole drill. For yeah, the and you don't want to be that guy. And you don't want to be <laughs> that guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the tough part about that stuff. That's like knowing for me. That's like knowing the reason you're the cause of traffic on yeah, 169. I'm the one that slowed this down. I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry, everybody. Right. Speaking of bringing shame onto stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how old are you right now? 27. 27. So, couple years of fighting, a bunch of high school sports. Mm-hmm. Did you have some down years in there? Yeah, yeah. After um, after high school, um, I didn't like go to college or anything right away. At least, um, I just kind of w- went to work because my my so I kind of grew up a little bit poor, and um, so the thing was to just you know go to work and start mm-hmm. helping your parents pay bills and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then um, it wasn't until I was twenty that uh eventually i was like i got to a point where i was like i should like really do something again like you know kind of like in a low mental state low low physical peak and so it just didn't feel right so um i saw the ufc on tv and i was like well it looks pretty cool like at least like i didn't think i wanted to like fight or anything because i look mm-hmm. you know like you look at these guys and just like man like you got to be like a super athlete or sort of right. something like that yeah, gladiators yeah yeah exactly and so i just wanted to get into it just to at least you know get fit again and then uh over the years it just kind of became more of an obsession and then i was like you know maybe I my cho- my coach one day was just like you want to take up a fight i'm like 
Let's do it. Let's try it out. Yeah. <laughs> right now? Uh, <laughs> who's that? Uh, he was Ben Newman. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah he was. Yeah, the baker. The baker. Yes, yeah, yeah. he who bakes. <laughs> I want to. I want to get him on the podcast. Just hoping he brings some pie. Oh, he probably will. You know he saying? probably will, and he'll list off all of his new pies that are coming out. That's funny. That's one of the best fight names or like that style of nickname ever. Ben the baker. Oh, I know. Yeah. There was there was one time I, uh, I when I first saw a live fight, I went to his fight, and um, and then the guy behind me who's uh, in the audience, he was like. All this guy, and like they had just uh, did an interview with him, so he's showing all of his baking stuff and his little um, his little bakery in his home. Mm-hmm. And the guy behind me goes like, "All this guy does is bake. He's not gonna win." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, think, I think I think that was the fight where he like got the guy in like a, a like a darse in the first round or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, something brutal. Yeah, really fast. Yeah. Uh, that guy doesn't know much about fighting. The guy in the crowd. Yeah. No. <laughs> A lot of what is it? When UFC came came to town, uh, one of my friends, him and his wife couldn't make it, and uh, so he shot me a message like, "Hey, like you want these tickets? Like I'm not gonna be able to make it." I'm like, "Yeah, I'll go." So me and my buddy went, and um, oh my gosh, so many people just have no idea mm-hmm. what they were talking about. Like mm-hmm. one guy was like, uh, he asked a question over like over behind me, and was like. Um, what's heavyweight like what's what's the max or like what's heavyweight and the guy next to him was like oh i think it's like 280 i'm like 280 like what are you talking about like it starts at two. yeah like starts at 280 like that's where you cut to it's yeah, like in, oh in the wwe or something maybe. yeah like, maybe what? <laughs> and then uh and then another guy like up in front um it was some it was some i think it was 25ers or 35ers i can't remember but um the guy goes like it's like oh yeah like 35ers just can't choke each other out. What? Yeah, I know. It's like it's just it's, it's impossible. They can't choke each other out. Like, oh my gosh, like what's going on here? That's funny, man. And then um <laughs> the craziest one was um I had a bunch of uh, I had a bunch of guys, like a couple of rowdy guys. Um <laughs> but Damian Maya was just beating this dude up, right? He was he was sitting he sat the guy against the cage, just sitting on top of him, like staying busy, punching. And um not only did the ref stand him up, but the whole crowd started booing just because I don't think they understood what was going on. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. um and like I heard or some people like quit kissing him, blah blah blah. I was like like bro, like this guy's getting his ass beat right now. Yeah. I hope you understand that. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's why it's wild that I mean it because once you're kinda half on the inside, you turn into Muay Thai or some jujitsu or something and you start to kinda understand it and you get in this little community of people where you can get together with these people. Mm-hmm. And have like expert commentary on either side of you on the couch. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I've, I've sat between two jujitsu black belts who've been doing striking for years and watched UFC, and I just sit there quietly and like listen. Yeah, because like they know, and it's it's it. But it's amazing that there's still so you forget that you're in this bubble now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's interesting to sit out with the normies, I guess you'd say, yeah. which I would call myself one of those by and large <laughs> and, and hear their candid takes and questions on things and be like, no dude, what? Yeah. You ever been on bottom North South? Like this, <laughs> there's nothing quote unquote gay about it. There's yeah. no kissing going on. It's that guy great. is suffering, suffering. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, that's weird to me too, to be a, like a fan of a sport. So, so much that I would pay that kind of money to go be in the crowd. 
and just not really have an understanding of stuff. Like, yeah, you don't you don't get that. Yeah, I love the I love the stand him up thing. Yeah, what? Like most of fighting happens down there, dude. You're, you 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 did you think you were coming to see boxing? Yeah, <laughs> you know I mean, right? boxing's great, but that's not what this is. Yeah, you know, anything can happen. So when did you start training? Like officially start training for your first fight? Um, uh, roughly. Roughly. We're not, like, we're not, this is not a quiz, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just curious. Like, oh, I didn't study. Yeah. You're never going to quiz me. <laughs> um, what is it? Two years ago, two and a half years ago, I guess. Three years ago. Okay. Losing track of time. Yeah. When, do you 20, when, yeah. 17, I'm going to say. 2017. 2017 was not two years ago, bro. I, I know. I w- <laughs> Math is not my strong suit. Oh, oh, I need that calculator. Even minus the COVID years. <laughs> so 2017, you start training for a fight. When was the fight? Was it like fall spring oh it was uh it was winter okay i remember that specifically because when i parked my car (laughs) it was so cold that the parking meter wasn't working so i just left my car there thinking it'd be okay because it's so freaking cold yeah yeah. i come back after the fight and i find a ticket on Uh a parking ticket on my car i still haven't paid it don't tell anybody please (laughs) (laughs) well who do you even pay for something like that uh, the venue, the venue, probably. Yeah, no, not the venue. Uh, like the ticket, I think comes like there's like a number you can call. Oh yeah, yeah. Or a website, or like if you want to dispute a court. So you have an outstanding warrant for your arrest at this point. Or Maybe probably, possibly huh? yeah, yeah. for the what is it thirty bucks? I think. Yeah, it is. man, it, it won't do nothing but grow from yeah. where it's at. <laughs> it's you, might, you might be a felon at this point. <laughs> Six whatever years later here, uh, where was that? Uh, that was at uh, Varsity Theater. Oh, in town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was at Varsity. Oh, you're Theater. definitely a felon. You got you got a, you got some warrants <laughs> out. Man. Yeah. They, hopefully, they got bigger things to worry about at this point. <laughs> they, uh, they definitely do. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. just leave this guy alone. Yeah, yeah. How how'd that fight go? Who'd you fight? How'd it go? I fought uh Dan Kaiser. I think his name was or Dan something. Um, it was my first uh kickboxing fight. And uh, unfortunately, I lost. But actually, no, I'll change that. Fortunately, because um, after that, like after that, like I really hit like a new peak of motivation to train. Sure. You know, like there's there's training before you've ever competed, right? And there's like what you think it might be. Mm-hmm. And That's what I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then and then there's training like you just had a fight or especially more you you just lost a fight and, and you have a hundred percent loss record yeah now what and now i uh and then actually about a month later i did fight to win against uh hayden buckner hayden buckner i did fight to win mm-hmm. um luckily luckily i wasn't submitted i was able to hold my own but he beat me on points he had me in um he had me in a triangle i escaped that and then he had me uh, set up in an arm power position. So, ever, ever, and then after that, that's when I was just like, oh, man, like I lost a kickboxing fight and I lost um, a fight to win match. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm like, oh, like, big fat the- loser, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was just like, gotta get at the gym. Like, just, that's honestly a, probably like, a pivotal point, though. Oh, like, yeah. A lot of people had done there, mm-hmm. I would assume. Yeah. But, but like, that was a driving force for you, though. Oh, yeah. No, I definitely, like, if, I, like, at this point, I was super obsessed. Like, I have to, like, I have to win. I have to win. And um, so a couple months later, uh, I signed up for a, I signed up for another kickboxing fight. And I knew that I wanted to do MMA next. 
So my main condition to myself, I kind of like made a pact with myself. I said that if I couldn't win this kickboxing fight, then I didn't deserve to even start fighting really. Because, you know, like I see like you watch the pros and like they're at least half decent at striking or decent enough to like hold their own or defend themselves. And if I couldn't do that in, in an area that I wasn't comfortable with, then I didn't feel like I deserved it. So, and then that fight, I really, like, fought my heart out. Like, it was against a guy named Nick Crone. Nick Crone would probably beat me now because I see some of his fights now, and he's he's incredibly good. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, he was – that was I fought my heart out that one. Your, your, your first uh, kickboxing fight. Second. I'm sorry, second, second kickboxing yeah. fight, first win. Yeah, first win. Yeah. Yeah, and that so, one, like, it was, it was super action-packed. It was just, like, nonstop going – so like some of some of his posse was like booing me and like going like Santo sucks blah blah blah, uh, so like I'm just like oh like you know what were they saying like Santo sucks uh, it was did you say did it, was it in Spanish when you said it there no they were oh. white guys oh okay. I thought that's well, what, that, I was assuming that <laughs> so then I thought you were saying it in Spanish I was like how'd that work out yeah <laughs> that I'd be impressed yeah. but not more impressed than the guy who had a turtleneck on with a gold chain. That guy was in, in in his crew. Yep, in mm. the crew. That's the most dangerous guy in that yeah. in that crew. Yeah, he was basically uh, the Rock. You ever seen the Rock? Yeah, the I've meme. Seen that. Yeah, 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 you don't fuck with turtle like chain <laughs> yeah. guy. That's bad news. There's a sense of confidence there that, that shouldn't be, and that's dangerous. So you you lose at kickboxing, you lose at jujitsu. You say, okay, I got to win one of these. And then I'm going to go do it for real. Let yeah. put that in air quotes. I'm going to do the mixed. So then what? Um, and then after that, um, then that's when the ball really started to roll. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like the momentum carried. Because I think in that in that fight, um, I, th- I feel like I was able to find like a new type of mentality. Like a competitor's mentality, but more so like... Um, uh, GSP, I, I listened to a lot of like some GSP talks or like motivational stuff and GSP specifically said something like when he's in the cage, like he's not, he's not George. He's like, he's GSP. He's like this whole different type of person, like sure. the Superman to his Clark. Yeah, yeah. And, um, that's kind of how I approached it. And now I've kept it going. Yeah. You yeah. can flip a switch. Turn, yeah. Turn the hat around. You get that reference? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You do? From Pokemon? From Pokemon? Yeah, please tell me that's what oh, you're bro. talking about. Oh, bro. We just hit a serious generational gap <laughs> culture clash. You said you're 27? Yeah. So I'm 37. So 10 years difference made me think of a Sylvester Stallone movie about arm wrestling oh. and child custody battles. Okay. Probably the greatest plot line ever laid out Yeah. from 1987 or 84. I don't know. And you said it was Pokemon, Pokemon. Yep. the little yellow thing. Yeah, that's well, that's like, which Pikachu. Is like all I got on that. <laughs> Pokemon is the overall all the all the you can't even call it's them the, animals really. It's the universe. No, it's like the it's like the little creatures. They're Pokemon. Okay. And Pikachu, the little guy, is, is yeah. There is a probably a fifty fifty split in the people <laughs> listening to this right now. 
That's okay. Bunch of codgerly old guys going, what in the hell is this Pokemon? He's talking about Sylvester Stallone. But the, the other 50-50 are going to be the anime guys like me. And they're going to yeah. be like, hell yeah. yeah. This guy know what's up. Somebody accidentally, somebody from the gym accidentally sent me like a meme. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was a, what'd you just say? Anime? It was yeah. an anime related thing. Yeah. And I was like, dude, what the fuck is this? Oh God. Because I'm in. I'm in for a joke, a meme. Yeah. I like memes. Yeah. And he started explaining it. And I was just like, I have no idea. What you're talking about, dude? <laughs> just like let's just pretend we so never hold had this on. conversation. <laughs> I know, I know a couple of details. So I said you turn the hat around and you're a different persona. Is mm-hmm. that the dude that's trying to catch the things? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does he have a hat and he does that? Yeah. He, he well, yeah. So like when so this is gonna sound kind of bad when I put it into context. <laughs> All right, so basically, you catch these creatures, right? You catch these little creatures and you uh, force them to battle each other. Mm-hmm. And um, some might die, some might perish. But see, that's know. not creepy. That's like mainstream. What was that movie? Uh, uh, the Hunger Games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was literally about let's watch these kids fight and kill each other. Yeah, basically. Apparently, that's just a normal thing. That we <laughs> it's do just a normal for thing entertainment. What? <laughs> At least this is cartoon. Yeah, this is yeah. a cartoon. Much less gruesome. Yeah. Much more childlike. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Every t- so Ash, Ash Ketchum is the main character. This is another thing I know. Because I remember talking about this with a meathead friend at the gym one time. And he, he referenced Ash Ketchum. That's his name, Ash Ketchum. And mm-hmm. I said, oh, I get it. Because he's trying to catch him. Yeah. Okay. So, and But this buddy of mine looked at me as I said that and was like, do you fucking know how long I've been into Pokemon and it never dawned on me that that's his name because of that? It was like 20 some years or however long it's been along. He sent him to some. I was like, you catch him, right? And he was like, holy shit, I never thought of that. It just blew his mind. I guess I know more about Pokemon. That's probably the limit of what I know about Pokemon. It's okay. Over the Top is the movie I was referencing. That's your homework from today. Okay. Check out the movie over there. Is it on Netflix? I don't know, bro. I don't know nothing about any of that, but. I I still got some VHS tapes, but no. Yeah, man. I I might have that movie on DVD if you have a DVD player still. Anyway. Okay, let's let's find our way back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, first MMA fight is with who? Uh, Is with Brody Martin. I think he's like a suggested friend on Facebook or something. Yeah, that he's like he's a, a cool guy. Name still around. Yeah, yeah. he uh, he is uh, a McCoon's guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where are you training at for the first MMA fight, or who are you with? At the time, I was I was only at uh, the Warriors Cove at the mm-hmm. time. Yeah. yeah. Um. How'd it go? First one. Uh, it was good. Um. Did we talk about the first MMA fight already? No. No. I got way off track with that Pokemon. <laughs> so okay. It's okay. So it's good. All right. All right. That's where we're at. All right. Um, <laughs> so first fight went really good. Um, I would say like pretty dominant. Just went for takedowns the whole time. I wasn't really interested in striking because um, I knew he was, it seemed like he was a pretty good striker. So I was like, mm, I don't want any part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, Seems so, like a good base level strategy. Yeah. Even yeah. the rubes out in the, in the crowd should be able to be like, He's probably trying to take him down yeah. because that guy is a world-class boxer, you know, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like, maybe not. Basic man. Um, so, yeah, I just went for uh, just went for takedowns and try to submit. 
um, in the last round, threw a, threw a cross, and then um, went for a double, and then he turned his back to me, I think he tried to push off the cage, and I just kind of like, just kind of relaxed and let it happen, and then got the rear naked choke. Nice. Yeah. That's a sexy way to end a fight. It's a great way to end a fight. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, today, this morning at Rolling, did one no-gi round mm-hmm. with like a 110-pound woman who was in her first week, I think, at the gym, which is awesome. Yeah. Which is basically me just letting this person apply more force than they normally would because I'm a big galoot, you know. <laughs> I'm not good at this either, but you can try stuff and try it hard, you know. Yeah. And I ended up having like a forearm under from on her back at some point toward the end of the round. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is super awesome. It's a really good feeling. I'm like an arm lock kind of guy. I do a lot of arm locks when I get there, you know. You know, And it I, was just like, no wonder people like this. This is like the most domineering spot you can be on another human being. Yeah. I mean, because it's just like, you know, this is mount, you know, when, when you're mounting someone's like, at least they have somewhat of a chance to start defending themselves and, mm-hmm. you know, getting out. They but, can see what's happening. Yeah. But, you know, when, when someone's got your back hooks in and, and all and you're flattened out, it's just like, oh, yeah, especially yeah. if you let that chin drift up. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. It's a bad day. I have a question, actually. Mm-hmm. As a arm lock guy. As what, a what? As an arm lock guy. Okay. What you think? That wouldn't give me the official title. Okay. But uh, I, I tend to <laughs> sloppily go for a few arm locks here and there. But yeah, go ahead. When did you start like consistently going for them in your in like in your journey? I, uh, the very first tap I ever got any on anybody in rolling, mm-hmm. um, was it big Jesse? One of my regular like training drilling partners, also a big dude. He's, he's a little taller than me, maybe six feet, you know, 300 pounds or whatever. Yeah. I think I bought him a case of beer because like we sat up i'm like that's the first time i had made anybody tap and he was like oh cool i'm like i'm buying you beer brother Dude, uh, can you tap me and then you can buy me beer? Yeah. <laughs> you can take me out to dinner yeah. <laughs> twist my ankle uh, but i mentioned it to i think dixon ryan dixon manager at the club there and uh i was like i got a tap today because I'm super like non-aggressive. I'm kind of just here for a good time, you know. Yeah. So it was strange. It was like, all right, look at me applying stuff. And he said, "What'd you do?" And I realized he meant that hypothetically because he knew damn well what I was going to say that I, you know, side control Americana. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh yeah, that's exactly what I would have guessed." And I was like, "Oh, so that's like stereotypical big guy stuff." Huh? He's like, "Yeah, probably." I'm like, "All right, well, I'm going to do that then." <laughs> like, that's what I'm supposed to do. I, be- I better keep it up. Uh and because it, and it's it's stereotypical big guy stuff because they grab your arm and they're bigger and stronger and they can just you know control your arm yeah so that's what I do it's trash <laughs> I'm a I'm a total hack you know? <laughs> I probably have gotten more wrist locks against the mat as they successfully defend against my crappy Americana ah uh, yeah you know what I mean yeah so yeah pure hack there's a guy named John Hudson um I don't know if you've heard of him he goes to St Paul. St. Paul BJJ. Um, but I also, um, we started around the same time, so I came up with him. Mm-hmm. And man, did he have, like, he's a big dude. And like, he like, he would like weightlifted too. And so um, when he would get on top, he would just smush me, mm-hmm. just smush me. Yeah. 
And then and then he'd be like, "All right, Santos, this old man here is gonna go for her. <laughs> the." He called it. He renamed it the Johnicana because he would always. Get that was his move it. every yes, time. Move. Oh man, he he was he's the one of the funniest guys ever. But yeah, no, it was it just made makes me think of that. I like that a lot. Yeah. There's, there's a branding opportunity there. I might have to steal something adjacent to that. <laughs> We'll figure something out. There's no TM next to it, so I think you're good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There will be. <laughs> Let me tell you how I do things. Uh, that's the the big dude just smashing you, smothering you from mm-hmm. Mount is the equivalent of like you running circles around me, making me do cardio to try yeah. to keep up. So it's all fair game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I, just smashing from the top. Yeah, well, I was chasing you around for three minutes. <laughs> Seems fair. Yeah. You know? I'm the one breathing heavy either way. So look what you did to me. Right. Look what you did. Yeah, right. I'm out of breath right now. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna tap to my own cardio <laughs> in mount. Uh so the LFA well, let me back up a second. This amateur fight, the first one, mm-hmm. what are like the rounds? You said X number of minutes, X number of rounds. What 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 do we got? Yeah, so, so like amateur, three five minute rounds or something like that. Uh, so amateur rounds are uh three are three threes, and then if you mm-hmm. do if you have a title fight, then it's uh three five, or I'm sorry, um five threes. Yes. So they add two more rounds. Yeah, they add two okay. more rounds. Dramatically different fight when you get those extra two. No, I don't think so. I feel like. I work super hard on my cardio to not let that be too much of a factor. Sure. Um, Cause I don't know. I just, you know, like I feel like that's like one of my biggest fears is just like losing a fight. Cause I'm just like, Oh, I'm tired. Yeah. Or like, I'm like losing breath or something like that. So I, I stay consistent on running and just like, pushing the pace so you don't want to be that guy where there's the highlight with the commentator going oh he's out of gas yeah yeah that'd be my that's like that's my freaking fear right there like i don't want to be that i want to get beat by the other guy yeah i don't want to lose to me yeah exactly so lfa stands for what uh legacy fighting alliance i legitimately didn't know that legacy fighting alliance i almost said association but it's alliance yeah Close enough. <laughs> um, where does that fall in the tree? In the tree, you I know would... it's like UFC and Bellator or whatever, right? Okay. Uh, so it so uh, um, it's a really good profession. Uh, like if you're just going pro, I would say it's like one of the better um, smaller pro organizations because mm-hmm. they feed a lot of the guys who end up as uh, successful. Uh, fighters in LFA end up going to the UFC or getting in some or getting in some kind of major league. Mm-hmm. So um, I would say it's pretty up there. Like it's like upper mid level sure. for fighting organization. Yeah, yeah. So where's your first fight gonna be? We're, we're um, beyond local stuff. I'm assuming at this point, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of local. I mean, it's it's Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. So four and a half hours away. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I guess what I'm saying is like, odds are the venues, you're going to be in Madison, you're going to oh, be in Chicago, you know what I mean? Stuff yeah. like that, more than like yeah, Minnesota, the varsity like, theater. Yeah, whatever, right? yeah. Uh, yeah, I imagine that's going to start happening more often now. Guys, I bumped randomly bumped into uh, Ken Glenn a few weeks ago, and I was like, 
when are you gonna fight in town again so I can come and like go rogue and get get you in my photo portfolio and he was like man if I'm fighting locally that's not good you know because the organizations he fights for the level he's fighting at you know it's it's like that level where he's fighting in texas and oklahoma and all yeah. that stuff yeah. i have zero gauge of like the administrative and the mechanics of yeah. like the fight game so it's just very interesting to be like oh okay i had no idea yeah you know what i'm saying yeah how big of an organization is lfa like how many fighters you got any kind of gauge on oh that? man see yeah. there was a quiz you didn't know there was Dad, a quiz. i didn't study that one <laughs> <laughs> um i honestly have no idea so if you're gonna ask me any like questions on like fighters or like you know who's who's in my weight class Mm -hmm. that's 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 a no-go just because yeah i i uh good whoever you put in front of me i'll fight him yeah i don't know like i feel like there's there's been some value to just like focusing on me and my training and always just trying to do new things and always trying to develop and Mm -hmm. rather than worrying about you know who's in this bracket or who's like this you know super scary guy because you know it's fine put him in front of me and you know i'll study him i'll get good at what i do and break him down yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. you can only perform the way you can perform right yeah exactly Know their game a little bit and be physically ready yeah uh what's your uh like nickname sandman the sandman but not with the d like Pac-Man, like Manny Pacquiao, mm-hmm. it's C-A-N-Dash-M-A-N. C-A-N-Dash-M-A-N. Yeah. A lot of people think it's Sand, like, yeah. you know, like Sandman, but yeah, no. I was like, no, no, it's just my last name cut in half and then put a dash. Yeah, yeah. It promotes the question, though. It provokes the question. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Yeah. You want people to say your nickname wrong because it means they're saying it. Oh yeah, yeah. but when they <laughs> when they start saying it right, that's when I know I'm getting getting yeah, right, pretty right. close to making it. Right, right, yeah. right. Uh, so let me back up. Uh, let's continue down this road. Second fight. Second fight. Yeah. Uh, second fight I had against um, what was his freaking first name? His name was his last name was Lesko. He went by Lady Hands. Which to this day I still don't know why. Lady hands. Yeah, lady hands. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Everybody sounds familiar just because like social media, you yeah. just see names everywhere. But I he I know he he goes to um, what's it called again? La Bodega. La Bodega. Yeah, La Bodega. Like you know the card be song like La Bodega, because I'm feeling. <laughs> What is La Bodega? Honestly, I don't even know. <laughs> I, f- I feel like I should know that. Yeah, yeah I know. What? Let me look. I'm looking. Mm, it's too many less goes on Facebook. Anyway, uh, how'd you do? Uh, good. I, uh, I won. I dominated for basically like all three rounds. Although I did almost knock myself out in the first round. So that was cool. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> How does uh, one almost knock <laughs> themselves out? So, um... So I picked him up, I picked him up high crotch, ah. high crotch single, and then um, when I slammed him, like I think I committed to doing the like head first dive, yeah. and my my face landed directly on his elbow. So yeah, yeah. I woke up like I w- I remember being out for like, you know, it feels like forever, right. but all of a sudden I wake up and I was like, what the 
I'm still fighting. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, I'm still fighting. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. You're still tangled up enough that they didn't even realize it, right? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So, um, so I when I saw him, I don't even think he realizes it at first. I think he like was like, oh, and then like starts scrambling up, and then like I'm like, oh shoot, like I'm, I'm still in this, and then I get, I get to guard, and um, and then the round ends, and then um, and then yeah. Hold basically. on, what's the conversation in the corner after that? To be honest, I don't remember. That, that actually makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember. Uh, mostly just because I think I was just, uh, I think I was, I think Ben was just saying like, oh yeah, you're doing this good, you're doing this good, just keep up, just basically yeah, keep doing yeah, what you're doing, just yeah. don't do that again. Right, yeah. <laughs> in the, mo- the movie version of this in my head is like, is like comic relief moment of like, holy shit, I just knocked myself out. <laughs> yeah. I, please knock that guy out, not yourself. I, That's funny. I, uh, yeah, I woke up or when, uh, when I was going to the corner, I was like, man, that was pretty embarrassing. <laughs> nobody knew. I mean, if the ref doesn't like realize it or know it, nobody knew. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, it was definitely pretty noticeable. Like if you, if you were up there, cause, um, my corners at the time, they were they looked at each other, and they were just like, "Did he just knock himself out?" Yeah. And I was like, "I think he did." Yeah, yeah. And then, and then Jackson, Jackson McVeigh, one of my teammates at the time, um, I after I you know go back backstage, he comes up laughing at me. He's mm-hmm. like, "You, bro, you knocked yourself mm-hmm. out." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I did. It's okay though. It all ended well." Well, yeah, it's it's a great story because you won the damn fight. Yeah, how'd yeah. you win? Was it a points decision type? Yeah, thing? just yeah. Um, unanimous decision. Mm-hmm. Basically, another scenario. I just uh, wrestled and did jujitsu. That's pretty much it. Is that your preferred? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, for sure. That's the way I like to the way I like to do things. If you had to pick a sport from the mixed list, mm-hmm. it would be jujitsu. Yeah, you, you wouldn't be like, no, I'm going back to kickboxing or Muay Thai or something. Yeah, no, no, hundred percent. I mean, I I did the two, and you know. Maybe someday for funsies, I might take up another. <laughs> but as far as I can see right now, I don't have any plans for that in sight. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> so, how uh, what what tell me like a training distribution between grappling and striking, like percent wise or number of days a week or however you want to. Yeah. Uh. So I probably do right now just to get my striking up. I'd probably do. Um, Probably sixty percent. No, no, actually seventy percent striking, thirty percent jujitsu. Just because I the first, the first six or seven years of my training, um, I just did so much grappling, so much yeah. jujitsu. It was kind of flipped from what you just said, probably seventy, eighty percent. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so and you know, and that's one of the reasons why I took up the kickboxing match because you know I I felt. I knew I had such a lack in it, and I felt like the only way I was gonna be able to get good at it, good at it, is if I had something to keep me accountable. And what's gonna keep you more accountable than a date and someone who's gonna punch you in the face testing yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Accountable, or I'm just gonna leave. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next fight. Let's talk about. What was like the next fight after that? Doing the full bio here. Two. Oh yeah, and then the long pandemic happens, and then finally. Um, Jeremy hits me up. Jeremy Bjornberg, my mm-hmm. manager. Um, he hits me up and says, gives me a title shot for his new, um, 
his new uh promotion uh ignite and um so i i was supposed to find fight this i can't remember his name i think his name was brandon he was a he was um a guy from iowa i think yeah iowa um and then he dropped out i think he had like an injury or something like that and then so they swapped him out for someone who was also already training for a fight but his opponent dropped out so it kind of just happened by luck we were already both in camps they put us together and then um oh god what was his name dream <laughs> the, the it's funny you can remember more of the nicknames than the actual names. yeah because yeah. they're so catchy yeah um Lady but hands. <laughs> yeah that will forever That's stick in my mind one. um but he yeah uh the he went by the dream i can't remember his actual name but yeah, so I fought for the title in that, and um, and that was a hard-fought fight. The guy was, like, he was a muscle hamster. like A what? A muscle hamster. A what? A muscle hamster. <laughs> What's a muscle hamster? It's a hamster that's extremely buff. <laughs> he, I mean, the guy was shorter than me, so okay. I was like... He was like <laughs> so just a small, stocky dude. Oh, man, yeah. Muscle hamster. Muscle hamster. Now, that's a marketable nickname. Yeah, maybe I should go by that from now on. I mean, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, so um, so I went against I went against him, and um, what is it? He got some he got some really good takedowns. I feel like as far as like a striking exchange goes, like I landed some more significant strikes. There wasn't a whole lot of striking, but I feel like I landed some more. True. true. And then um, I got a take. I got like eight takedown on my own. But as soon as it went to the ground, it was like basically. I was going for submissions the entire time. Had him in a reverse triangle at one point, which I thought was super interesting. Uh, off a single that he went for. And then um, I reversed it to armbar. It was super strong. I could not pry his grip off. Mm -hmm. And then like just plopped him right in the face. And then he got bloodied up. And I had blood all over me at the end of the fight. Oh, right. Yeah. Actual fighting. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, dang! You ain't gonna work that grip open." No, he just punched <laughs> in the face. Yeah, it's super. That's a very yeah. nifty tool. I was totally in jujitsu mode. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. And that's a, that's another nice thing, you know, that I like about MMA is like, um, as much as I appreciate jujitsu, I uh, <laughs> it definitely mom's home, so he <laughs> he just heard her moving over there. Yeah. Um, I definitely like MMA grappling more. Just because there's so much, you know, and a lot of things, a lot of different things can happen. There's so many ways to open someone's grip. If you, you know, if you can't do it technically, you can always just right in the face, <laughs> you know. Something yeah, like there's key dynamic layers of fighting removed when you can't punch me. Yeah. I, I rolled the first time, quote unquote, with strikes mm -hmm. a couple weeks ago with Anthony Kromvig. And it was like literally he's got the MMA gloves on and just doing the light tap thing, you know, just like kind of rehearsing more than anything. Yeah. And I w it was just moment after moment of, oh, right. We're this fighting. can happen. We're fighting yeah. now. I'm like two hands. I'm, I'm like a half guard, two hands on his far arm, just holding, being all stubborn jujitsu guy. And he's like, bonk, bonk, <laughs> bonk. I'm like, oh, yeah, I am <laughs> terrible at this. This man. can happen. Yeah. <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> That's what I thought. That's what I kind of thought about when um when deep half was a thing. I don't know if it still is. I'm not 
to like verse and like what's what's the new hot thing? Uh, it depends on the level. Seems like okay. I'm super into the idea of deep half, but it's because all this shit is new to me. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's so true. yeah, deep half. Let's talk deep half. All right, sounds good. Well, when deep half was saying, I was like, man, like just uh, and I think could be one of my favorite fighters. Like probably is my favorite fighter of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, just demonstrated beautifully. Basically, just start elbowing the absolute shit out of the guy. He was in deep half on him, right, and right. it was gosh. Anyway, I just remember thinking like, that's incredible. Some people was just like, oh man, that's awful. Like. It looks terrifying, but yeah. I just thought, from my perspective, it just looked like that's super awesome. Well, it's a clear demonstration of how the sports delineate, yeah, and how detached from reality, you know, the parameters of certain sports can be. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> like you think of like, um, I don't know, even the difference between like Muay Thai, like like. Muay Thai, Muay Thai, and uh, kickboxing, or whatever they're doing with the um, that the Olympics. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, it's like it's points. They're adding points, and then you can't do certain things, or you can only clinch for a certain period of time, and you have to knee here, or you have to. You only have X number of knees um, and stuff. So it's like, yeah, yeah. you know, might as well just. Let it happen. Just let it go. That's why none of them will ever be as popular as MMA. Yeah. It's like the closest to the real thing. Yeah. Short of like grabbing a lamp and crashing it on your head. You know what I mean? It's the closest to like a fight yeah. that we'll see. Yeah. Again, short of terrifying stuff. Yeah. I also really appreciate 1FC for their availability to um, elbow while on a, or not elbow, um, knee on a down opponent because that would ch- that changes the d- the dynamic so much like just that just that one extra thing just changes it because like you see guys and um like belt or the oc or something like that where there's no knees to a down opponent um they're like coming up on a hand and then grabbing a single and then trying to work their way up from there whereas um demetrius johnson uh mighty mouse just you know, he did that same thing. Probably, I don't know if it's like, maybe it was a training habit or maybe habit he developed while he was in the UFC. But he did the exact same thing, and the guy was lifted, bunk, kneed him right in the face. I was like, ooh, yeah, <laughs> it's a bad time. It's a bad time. I'm gonna have to find that clip because I can relate to it in a very small, tiny way after my role couple weeks ago oh no did you get knee no no just the idea of like again i was like securing a solid half guard position and taking care of that arm so he couldn't cross face me but like i say meanwhile he's just you know hammer fisting on my (laughs) forehead and it's like oh right yeah yeah so even at that level you you just the difference in rules really change things yeah and arguably one of the greats right took a damn knee to the head yeah so what? Uh, what? How does one become a professional fighter? Um, you got to show chops. Yeah, you got to show some chops. You got to sell some tickets. You know, make you know play that game a, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, be a likable person. You know, I don't know. Which I feel like it's not too hard. Just you know, treat everybody with respect, and <laughs> I think that's you know that's pretty likable right there. Um, but yeah. Um, the, mar- seen- the marketability element of yeah. it. Yeah. You, know, you got you got to be able to sell, literally sell some tickets, but also sell. like Yeah, sell yourself, yeah, your yeah. personality. Um, and that was like one thing that uh, I feel like I've kind of learned 
over the years like just do like some work stuff but uh i was very like still can i am to a certain extent right like if i get my alone time i'll be fine but i'm pretty introverted like i need mm-hmm. like a, at a certain point in the day when i've been out and talking too much or just kind of socializing too much, I was like all right i just need a i'm gonna go home i'm gonna take a nap maybe play some video games you know maybe watch an, an anime episode or two and then come back okay um, 100% same yeah and that's that like people are understanding that more and more but that's that classic thing of like i didn't say i'm unsociable i said i'm introverted all this socializing takes energy from me it doesn't give me energy yeah it's a big big difference yeah. yeah so you can be marketable as an introvert yeah yeah sure. but um what was i rambling about again i don't know we're just rambling it's Dang. all good Anyway, but yeah, so that 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 definitely is like an element, like trying to like you know just kind of you have something to sell, and um, someone told me this, someone in sales told me this one time, but uh, it kind of stuck with me just because I thought it was kind of important. Um, he said that you don't have to be in sales to sell something; you can always sell something, whether it's a product, whether it's a deal or whatever. Some yourself, like your personality, like you know, you can always sell something yeah but yeah i thought it was really interesting every interaction you have is a sell yeah yeah like whether or not you and i talk again depends on how we're doing here yeah not for the podcast i just mean like as humans that's that's the point that that sales guy's making is like you're kind of always selling yeah i mean is it as good for you as it is for me because i mean i've had better I mean, but I'm enjoying myself. I can do better. I I, I can do better. I'm sorry. (laughs) What, what, uh, what, what rank are you in jujitsu? Uh, brown two. Brown two. Brown two. Part two. Yeah. So you're pretty good, huh? I'm all right. I get smashed every now and again. Mm -hmm. That's part of the the fun of it. Yeah. It's definitely as fun. How long have you been training jujitsu? Um, Coming up on eight years in in November. So you did that math really easily. Yeah. Well, yeah. because it's I because it's jujitsu, baby. It's yeah. yeah. <laughs> also yeah. because I started on an even number. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> so you want to come start training? No, I'm gonna wait a couple of years so that I remember <laughs> the that I started. Oh, um, but yeah, no, I started when I was 20, and uh, no, I started. Yeah, I started when I was 20. And just coming up on, yeah. When was was that one without when you you'd been out working for a couple of years doing the the poor boy life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that one of the first moves? Like I'm going to start. You said I'm gonna, I'm interested by this UFC, but was jujitsu the first thing you you tried? Because it wasn't the first thing you competed in. It sounds like. Yeah. No. Um. Obviously, like competition wise, you know, wrestling matches that I had in high sure. school were the first. Yeah. Um. No, it was it was kind of happened by accident. So, um, wrestling, I mean, uh, jujitsu was just kind of what I accidentally stumbled upon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Good accident. Yeah. Where do you train your jujitsu out of? I can't remember if we covered that. Uh, well, the first six yeah. years, the first six years, I was at the Cove, mm-hmm. and then um. After that, I felt like I just needed to branch out a little bit and just, you know, see other things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then that's when I started going to um, SI and uh, M theory. 
and yeah, that's when I started, you know, branching out. Obviously, I've, I rolled that. I rolled that. Um, Minnesota top team. I rolled that. Um, what else? I rolled Akagi. I rolled that Nate House gym. Um, and I where else have I rolled? Oh, I've gone to New Jersey. I rolled it some places there. New York, um, Portland, Oregon. Florida and Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was trying to remember. And I want to add to the list too. It seems huge to do that. Oh, it's yeah, for sure. Like I, if everybody could do it that way where they're, you know, not overly attached and they can travel. I mean, it seems like your game would be better than ever. Yeah, no, 100%. I feel like when I started when I when I started branching out and seeing new things and and um going against different bodies and styles, that's when I really started to get like 10 times better like it it was it was a dramatic change how much better i got um that i that i noticed because um when i started branching out like people who i would normally like either tie with or like have close close matches with uh it was just like just totally different just submission submission after submission or was just totally dominating um but yeah no, it's, uh, put it's, the extra edge on the blade. Yeah, so yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, especially when you like when I went out to when I traveled when I traveled to train with pros. Oh my god, it's you know it's it's not just it's not just uh, I don't even think the technical battle was the biggest factor. I think it was more the mental push. Uh, me and Caitlin actually, I I had a had a we did a morning uh conditioning session and um we were just kind of talking a little bit on like the difference between training with people who compete and people who are just you know either hobbyists or they'll train hard but they don't really compete Mm -hmm. and there's a huge difference just like different mentality a gigantic difference yeah a lot of times speaking from a hobbyist perspective yeah it's such an individual story or or a individual episode of this maybe a little short video or something that I'm going to do about uh about Ethan Bauman. Oh, nice. A role I had with him. I try to stay out of those guys' way. I'm a clown. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I'm here for a good time, you know, I'm a troll. Uh but I've rolled with them once or twice and there's like one specific moment in one of those roles where there was this big long pause in my head where I was like, "Oh, this gentleman is very serious about this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're just just a different edge, a whole different mentality and approach to it. Yeah. Uh, Got to figure out the wording of that because there's a slight hint of braggadociousness in the, in the story. Oh, that's okay. And, and it, it was completely unearned, though, isn't it? <laughs> but there's a certain way I need to phrase it. Anyway, uh, do you have a fight lined up? I do. Uh, what is it? I'm going against Kevin the Professor Messer <laughs> in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, October 21st for LFA. October 21st. Hmm. I want to get to more fights, like MMA fights. You yeah. Know? You go to your token jujitsu things locally and whatever, and that's fun. But I want to get to more fights, and I want to have my camera ready, either sanctioned or unsanctioned, and yeah. get some get some photos. I'm gonna have to make a note of that. 
I'm desperate without my Google Calendar in front of me, so I have no idea. But, <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh, are you selling tickets for that? Uh, Is there something any... I can help you do here? Oh, that would be greatly appreciated. Uh. Um, I don't have tickets yet, but uh, when I get some, I'll definitely make a post. And uh, yeah. since I'm pro now, I, I also believe um, if you can't make it to the fight... Um, you can buy a pay-per-view online and, wa- and watch it on your TV or phone or whatever. Where do I do that? Do you know? Uh, it'd be on, uh, normally it's been on uh, Nitro Tickets or NitroTix.com. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's where LFA sells their stuff. And then if I purchase to watch the fight from home, mm-hmm. I'd do it through there too? Yep, you would do it through okay. there. Uh, and then right before you purchase, it'll give you a reference, a reference bar. And basically, you'll just select the fighter who you're watching, which if you're watching me, please select me. Yeah, no kidding. And even if you're not watching me, please select me. <laughs> if you're just watching, then you got to pick somebody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, last question for you. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm not going to make a fool out of myself with this. What's your favorite Pokemon? Oh, man. Uh, So, Okay. I'm going to come off as a poser here a little bit. <laughs> so I watched Pokemon as a kid, but it wasn't like religiously. It was uh-huh. like, uh, you know, bits like every now and again. I watched the movie a long time ago when I was when I was a wee lad. Yeah, bro, um, I didn't even know there was a movie. So <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm either going to say it is Mew, who is a uh, cat who can talk. <laughs> or, or Pikachu. I think I can picture that one too. Maybe I know more about this. Too. It seems it seems like it's so culturally pervasive, like meme formats and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, I mean, if you have you like, if you've seen like the the um, the Pikachu meme where it's like, oh, like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that one, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's but uh, it's not even really my my favorite anime. I'd probably say my favorite anime of all time. Hold on, pause. Is that considered anime? Ah, yeah. In it's the like, broadest sense. Yeah, in the broad sense, yes. Just because it's, mm, I think it's more so Japanese, but um, it's definitely been Americanized. It's like, uh, have you ever seen? No, probably not. Okay. No, go ahead. Say, say <laughs> Avatar: The Last, The Last oh, Airbender. No, no, okay, no. so it's kind of like that. Okay. <laughs> perfect, perfect, perfect frame of reference. Um, <laughs> but but uh, I would probably say. It, my favorite anime of all time is definitely Naruto. Love that show. I grew up okay. watching that. Say it again. Naruto. Naruto. Yes. Not Naruto. Not Naruto. That's what I would have said. <laughs> and I've seen that word somewhere. Yeah. I am coming off real boomer. <laughs> no, topic. it's okay. I, I'm, actually, I'm okay with it. Yeah. It adds it adds a comedy factor. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's generally why I show up. Butt of the jokes. Uh Cool, brother. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna pimp your link for your ticket sales and awesome. hopefully come see a fight. Awesome. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate you.